Podcast at AgriGamer.com. This is episode 66, and I am your host, Michael. Six strokes is all I need. Camacho, and with me are Brian, Make Mike Stop Please Bentley, and <laughs> Ben, win win, but seriously, please shoot me. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, seriously, please, just pull out and just shoot me right ahead. So, should uh, I put that at the end for bloopers or just keep it at the beginning? Uh, I, no, I think you should whatever. put it at the end. Okay. Let's throw it at the end after the song. So everybody listening, the reason why I sounded like I was speaking so fast at the beginning because <laughs> I had to get out the first part. Um, listen to the end for the bloopers, please. It's one of the few times I edit, so please listen to the end of the podcast. The few times that he actually does. It, it'll be things. after a song. Ben knows the song, too. He hates it. Tank to tango Eat okay. So how you guys been? Good. All right. <laughs> I've just been trying to catch up on schoolwork and and everything, so I was just I've been really tired just just by trying to catch up and whatnot, and cool. studying for the uh, uh, for the for the other test I need to take for uh, for the possible job out in Vegas. So I've been, that's All what right. I've been doing. Yeah. Now, other than that, um, study for that. I don't. know. How does that work? Um. I'm studying just to be safe on safe on it. So sure. I mean, they get they they get they gave us links and whatnot, and they're like, oh yeah, take you know, make sure you look through it or, or study or whatever. I'm like, okay, so um, that's what I'm doing. Uh, went to my went to the Detroit Tigers home opener on Friday and had fun. Besides the fact that it was 40 degrees outside and it was freezing my ass off. So nice, nice. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Oops, sorry. Oh, stop playing with it. I hit something on my iTouch. I apologize. iPod Touch. Um, Brian, how you been? Hey, you know, pretty good. Uh, had the uh, future in-laws in uh, in town this weekend. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. We actually went to a uh, like a train, not like a train museum, but like a like miniature train. Yeah. You know, um, and it was by far one of the the most um like um. Like I mean, like the just the amount of work they put into this was amazing. It was it was if you like model trains, if you this would be something you would want definitely want to do. Um, it was really cool. So cool. Uh, we did that, and other than that, I've just been working a lot because uh, we got Go Live coming up next weekend. So be working a lot of hours, and uh, hopefully, I'll be able to do some more writing and more game playing and stuff once uh, once that ends. So wow. I know how you feel on that. I've been working my butt off. Um, so people may wonder why we didn't record episode 66 a little earlier. 65 got up a little late um, after we recorded. So we decided to wait because I don't think any of us really got any gaming in anyway. Mm-mm. It would have probably been like our introduction. We'd be like, all right, guys, bye. <laughs> There's really nothing and... going on either. So it was kind of like, hey, we'll wait a bit. No reason to put a show out when it's not necessary. So, yeah. um, well, since the last podcast, um, not going to go too into detail, but I am single again. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll deal with my next bit of news as well. Um, just kind of had to step back, not only from a relationship wise, due to a lot of stress. Um, basically it's kind of like one of those things where 
when you own a house, you can't really cut out work. <laughs> so you have to cut out other things. Um, so Nikolai, uh, I had to end that. It was really, it was probably one of the toughest decisions I've ever had to make. Not bad. I bet. Yeah, I mean, it took me like a few days to really even figure it out. Um, so there's no ill feelings there at all. At least I hope not. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, I guess I'll make the announcement now. Um, as Brian and Ben know, I'm stepping down as chief editor as well from AgriGamer. Don't worry, listeners, I'm still here for the AgriCast. Basically, it's another thing. i got to cut out certain things right now, responsibilities and other things that can even cause the stress. I mean, AgriGamer is a great site to run and all, but I haven't been able to put in the time that I used to. Um, so David, a.k.a. Hades, will be taking over the duties of chief editor. I mean, he does a lot of work on the site, a lot of great work, so he's perfect for the job. Absolutely. So, well, you're I'm going to... It's not like you're going away. No, 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 no. I'm going to stick around in more of like a behind-the-scenes editorial capacity. Basically, when you see articles go live, it's not going to be just David or Brian. It's going to be probably me as well, and I'll still be doing the podcast and some other things behind the scenes, but it's I've really got to step away from the daily activities. It's just been a lot lately, and unfortunately, as I told them earlier, I own a home, so I can't <laughs> cut out that, my job, so i got to cut out the other things. Um, I will be starting a personal blog in the near future. I'm not going to say anything now about it until it's actually live, but it's something that I'm going to update when I feel like I can update it, not something I feel like I have to get around to. Um which is anybody who's in the journalism business knows when you're actually working for a site or a magazine, there's deadlines and we have our own self-imposed deadlines for reviews and stuff like that. And it's been tough lately with all the stress I've had. It's been like looking, turning on a video game at times was like looking at complete chaos on the screen. Hmm. So that kind of helped. And Recently, I've been able to get more gaming in because I've been more relaxed. So, that's kind of the big thing that's going on with me right now. Um, other than that, I did hit um, Sakura Matsuri out here in D.C. For those who aren't in the area, that's basically the Japanese street festival that happens during the Cherry Blossom Festival every year. Basically, there's a bunch of like tents and booths set up that sell Japanese goods, Um Asian food. Um, there's even like a J-pop land area that sells like um, anime, but they also have like DDR set up and other uh, Japanese games that Ben is really good at, like Tatsunoko versus Capcom. <laughs> um, we'd like to have him there so he can kick everybody's ass. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, you own that one guy. You kicked Sas. Sess ass that actually is like part of the Capcom community. Do, do you remember? Do you remember um, the video game um, video game expo two years ago? VGX, and you, yes. And, and uh, we had what was it? Um, um, Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah, I got beat by a suicide girl. Remember the remember the two guys that was owning everyone? Yeah. Yeah, I beat those two guys. I know. 
And I lost to a suicide girl. Yeah, you did. Yeah. At least it was the cute one. <laughs> Let's not go there, Brian. Yeah, I'm just like I. I uh... Well, no, it was the it was the one that was actually running the event. Yeah. But she was like, "Yeah, I used to play this with my brother." I was like, "Obviously." I just got my fucking ass handed. To me. <laughs> nice. Or at least a Mortal Kombat style game. But no, anyway. Um, so I went to Sakura Matsuri. And then, for people in the D.C. area, I went to Annandale, Virginia, which is basically Koreatown. Um, started off at uh, Sheila Bakery. Um, I didn't really get any food there. We were just kind of, like, meeting up there afterwards. Uh, we did hit miniature golf beforehand, which was me making perverted jokes every five minutes. No! I have to say one thing. She'll probably never listen to this podcast, but i got to thank um, fellow Soompi or Mai for putting up with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, her and um, Cecilia both <laughs> put up with me pretty much the whole day because they were like the only two girls in the group, and me and this um, one guy, Paolo, we were like probably horrible the whole day. <laughs> we were making class, jokes left and right. It was pretty bad. So they put up with us. Got to thank you too if you ever listen to this. Um, you guys are great sports. Um, after that, we went to Korean food for dinner. Basically, just like when we went to Samurai Boston, Ben remembers, I got the uh, Dolsot Bimbimbap, yeah. which is basically the, basically there's rice at the bottom and like a stone bowl that's still like sizzling hot, and it's got beef, um, bean sprouts, um, I think there was zucchini or something similar in there, cucumbers, um... A fried egg and some other stuff in there. It was it was good. I actually thought the one at Samurai Boston was better. They gave you more rice. Um, and I also got the uh, kumandu, which for those who don't speak Korean is the fried dumplings, which is also very good. But it was a lot of fun. A lot of people from the Soompi.com site that Ben and I are a part of. And that's really all I've been up to. That's as of up till today. And I'm just back to work. 24 out of 25 days. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, I did get my tax return. Oh, nice. Yeah, I yeah that the 6000 finally already. got in. <laughs> <laughs> they said May 4th, but somehow it showed up like a month early. <laughs> the government works for once. Wow. I know. Holy shit. I did, um, for everybody out there wondering, oh, did you just blow all the money like I normally would do? No, I paid off three credit cards and put 500 each on a couple others. Um, I made sure I got that stuff done first. But, of course, when you get that money in, you got to spend a little bit on yourself. Yeah. So I got some anime series, some shirts. Um, How many dolls? Actually, none. Well, I bought one at the, at the festival. Just one. And that was $25 I spent. Surprisingly enough, that's all I spent on um, figures. Um... The biggest splurge was I got an iPod Touch, 64 gigabyte. Um, basically, my iPod Classic, which is 160 gigs, is kind of like you can hear the hard drive click, 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 click sometimes. And I was like, eh, I don't know how much longer that's going to last. So I picked this up. Um, it's actually pretty nice. It's nice to be able to actually use apps and st- and play games. Um, 
So I spent much of uh, Friday putting music on there and converting anime and stuff for the trip, music videos, Korean music videos and concerts for the trip over to um, the format I need. I gotta say I like it. Um, Ben, you know we got those Prince of Persia iPhone cases. Mm. I put the iPod Touch in there. It doesn't fit. It's too small. Yeah. It fits, but uh, not well. It protects it, but not not too well. No, because it's like, it's supposed to fit for the uh, for the iPhone because the iPhone is uh, a bit bulkier than the iTouch. So screw you, Apple. <laughs> you need to make it the same so I can just use one freaking cover. Now I'm I got right. to buy a freaking cover instead of just using the free one I got at PAX. Like the mooch I am. <laughs> so I will be giving away a used iPhone iPhone cover. <laughs> it was in my pocket all day yesterday. Mm. <laughs> Over twelve hours. Uh, hold on, you can smell the ball sweat. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to that. Point. Well, so let's get into what we've been playing. Um, I have a long list. So, do you guys want to go first? Yeah, Ben, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, mine is pretty short, anyways. But uh, I've been playing. Um, well, I was on hiatus for for a little bit of playing anything for a while, but I've recently started over on Final Fantasy thirteen. Um, and it's gotta be tough, man. <sighs> yeah, hit, yeah, a, it, hit A for eight hours. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. But I'm starting over because the the first time I was playing it through it, I was just rushing things through, avoiding battles or whatnot, and I finally got to a point where. Yeah, my guys weren't strong enough for some of these battles. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not gonna work. Um, so I'm starting all over to uh, to do to do it right this time and actually have time to explore instead of just okay, avoid this area, avoid this area, make sure to you know go through the um, each area or whatnot. But then um, uh, besides that, I've also been playing a little bit of uh, StarCraft too. Um, is it getting any better as they rework the um, settings and all? Yeah, and balance issues. Yeah, with, with the balance issues, it's it's been getting a lot better. I, I've been mostly playing Terran, so I can get used to used to that. Um, but I, I the only other race that I've really played is the Toss, and I only played that once, and I'm like, yeah, no, I, I really stick with the Terrans. So um, I've been playing that. Um, I played a little bit of one on one and some two two v two. Nice. So I I've won a few, lost a lot. And I'm still trying to get used to what I need to do first. Um, trying to work out, you know, what units I, I need to have out and, and what I need to have set up so I, I I can survive within the first five to ten minutes of of, of the map. Um, so I'm still working some of the kinks out on that. Um, other than that, I've been playing a little bit of Plants vs Zombies because ever since I had to reformat my computer. I pretty much like had to reinstall everything and Ooh. like all the achievements and like especially in torch uh, torchlight. Yeah, I need to play that game throughout. Uh, <laughs> play that game again too. So yeah, I, I have some work to do with those two games, but you know it, it's going to be a, a good a good thing uh, for me to uh, go nice. back. So. <clears throat> um, other than that, that's about it. How about you, Brian? Oh, you know. Um... I really haven't been playing much other than Final Fantasy XIII, which uh, I'm actually getting pretty close to the end. Uh, I'm 
I'm in chapter 13, which is the final chapter. I, I just got to a point where I'd done like 44 of the 60, 64 CF missions, and I was getting to the point where I'm starting to fight things that are too difficult for me to fight without uh, opening up that 10th level of the Crystarium. Um, so I'm uh, still working on that, and uh, I'm almost finished. So I'm kind of kind of getting excited and kind of sad that it's going to be over, but uh, <laughs> at least you get to keep playing, you know, and so that, that's a that's a huge thing for me. Um, yeah. We'll see if I still want to play, though. That's always been my, my problem. I always try to finish games before I finish the game because mm-hmm. I just don't want to end. I just want to keep playing. Yeah. Um, but uh, we did play some Wii Sports Resort last night, and I, and I know, you know, when you first got it, Mike, you said you didn't like the bowling as much, and I actually kind of find the bowling more enjoyable in, in Resort. Was it the I bowling? Think. Yeah. I, I, wasn't it bowling? That was something oh, else. Uh, I thought I, I liked the bowling better. Nicola oh. didn't like the bowling. Oh, I... Because at first it wasn't as, um... It was more tighter controls in Wii Sports Resort. I liked it better. Yeah. I thought oh, it was no, easier. Yeah, I thought it was easier also for some reason. I, I really, really liked it a lot better. I, um, And then I've been playing this, uh, this game called Airport Madness 2. I kind of, like, played the free one. Um, it's, on, it's from Big Fat Simulations. And... It's actually a lot of fun if you like the sort of time management, sort of like um, like Harbor Master, or I forget what the other uh, what the other error game is on the iPhone uh, iApp thing, um, iStore app. But uh, so you know, you know, gotta like get planes and put them through the you know, get ones to take off and have them land, don't have them crash. Oh, that sort flight of thing. path. There, there you go, flight path. Um, so it's kind of like that, except it's a flash game. And I actually was like, I love this, you know the free one, I'm like, I'm actually going to spend the money, you know, because, you know, small company, you know, try to get, you know, try to support them if I can, and the game is so buggy, The like, the full version is so ridiculously buggy, wow. um, sometimes I'll, like, have a, I'll have a mishap, like, a couple crashes, and then all of a sudden, it'll just move me to the next level, and I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of bugs in the game, I don't, I don't think they really QA'd it very much, mm. but, uh, I mean, it was only six or seven dollars, but still, I mean, wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for it to be so buggy. Um, so, if you're thinking about playing, about buying it or trying it out, uh, just play the free version and be be happy with that. So, it's <laughs> crazy. Well, I I can't. I honestly cannot, you know, tell anyone that it would be worth the six or seven dollars that I spent because it's not. It's so buggy. It, it's hard to play even uh, occasionally where it just will just fail. You're like, yeah. well, I, what? I didn't do anything, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I wish I could give a glowing recommendation, but it's just, I, I just can't. Not in good conscience. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right, let's get to the list. Oh, good lord. Um, all right, I've been playing a lot actually. Um, I finished Fragile Dreams. I don't want to say too much because my re- review is up and I'd prefer people to go read that. Even if I am a little critical about my own review this time around. Yeah. I don't feel like it's up to par <laughs> to my other reviews, but with everything that's gone on recently, it's kind of to be expected. But, um, great game, in my opinion. I mean, this is a game that's very anime in style. 
very story driven. Excellent graphics, cell shaded is just it's perfect. The I didn't hear the, any of the English voice acting. That's why I didn't touch on it in the review. It was all Japanese, and it was very well done. Um, excuse me. I'm drinking a few beers tonight. Um, you? It's not a very action-oriented game. You're basically, the only action you have is, like, hack and slash at enemies, but even then, the game encourages you, when it gets overwhelming, run away and heal up. Huh. It kind of even, it tells you, run away. <laughs> it's like, wow. there's no reason to push yourself to death. Like, it's like, because everywhere you go, there's like these little, like, almost like these little campfire things. And when you rest at one of them, it heals you all the way back up. And it comes in handy. Um, so, but as you, the whole game is about kind of trying to make you feel the loneliness loneliness of this character, um, Seto. That's the main character in the game. But in the beginning, you actually find something early on called a personal frame. It's like a backpack, and he puts it on and it talks. And it's like a female voice, very robot-like, but it talks a lot like a human. It's cool because he very early, this is very early on, so it's not a lot of spoilers. I mean, it, she's on the front cover and whatnot. Maybe not the front cover, but if, okay... If anybody buys anime, you know how this is. They make a reversible cover if you want to switch it to, like, the Japanese version. But there's a girl named Ren. You meet her very early on in the game. And now you're trying to find her because you've finally found another human being in, like, this post-apocalyptic world. Um, no, it's not like a Fallout world or anything like that. Um, but you're trying to find her because you found another human, another survivor. Um, but this personal frame, as you're looking for this girl and you're talking about her, the personal frame will get jealous. Huh. And it's kind of funny. Like, it actually made me laugh multiple times in the way it reacted. But in a very, like I said, anime-type way. If you're an anime fan, you're going to love this game. Don't go in expecting even an action Japanese RPG. It's not. It's a very artsy-style game. And like I said in my review, I think it's going to turn a lot of people off who aren't expecting this. But if you're a fan of anime, if you're a fan of Japanese RPGs and you have that patience, you will really enjoy this game. This is a very well done game. But you have to have the patience for it. If you got ADD, you're probably going to put the game down within an hour. <laughs> so, hey. But read my review for more. Um, I really liked it, and I, I would recommend it to anyone who's into that style of game. Um, Alright, <laughs> to the rest of the list, um, I played a little bit of Dead or Alive Paradise on the PSP. It's basically Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball, <laughs> yeah. um, or Extreme 2. Um, one thing I had a problem with on the Xbox 360 with Extreme 2 was I felt the volleyball didn't feel as smooth as it did on the first one on Xbox. The PSP version feels like the original Xbox version. It's kind of like took me back to that um, very fluid feeling of the volleyball game, and I really like that. Um, right, because everyone, everyone got it for the volleyball part of the game. It's full fan service. <laughs> No doubt about that. Um, it is $30, though. Ooh. 
So if you're not into that type of game, stay away. It's not a fighting game at all. It's just like Dead or Alive Extreme 1 or 2. Um, I played a little bit bit of uh, Blaze Boo. Blaze Boo. Blaze Blue Portable. <laughs> uh, Calamity Trigger Portable for the PSP Go as well. Um, $25, not a bad price for a fighting game that is actually really well done. Um, I really like it. The only problem with the PSP Go is when you're playing a fighting game, your hands can get cramped. Um, Just a little bit. Yeah. I kind of have to say get it for a regular PSP instead if you have one. If you own both, get it for the regular PSP. If you only have one or the other, just get it for whatever you have. (laughs) But it's a really well-made game, and if you like it on the 360 or the PS3, you'll like it on the PSP. Um, Here's here's my question to you, then. Um, Did you play it for the PS3 or 360? 360, yes. I actually own the limited edition. I haven't played a lot, because I'm not really good at fighting games. I just play them when I'm in the mood. Um, so, like, graphically, um, or, like, uh, gameplay-wise, um, does, does it play about as smooth as, as it would be on a three, uh, 360 or PS3? Yeah, it's not as, um, the graphics aren't as sharp, um, on the PSP screen, but it's still very well done. I mean, it's a okay. 2D game, so it's not hard yeah. to, to recreate that on a portable device. Okay, yeah. I, I was just wondering because I, I was just wondering if there's there any uh, lag issue or anything like that. Well, for 25 bucks, for somebody who may not own a regular console or the newer consoles but have a PSP or a PSP Go, I don't know what the price... I'm guessing it's 25 bucks for retail as well. But on PSN, it was $25 for download. And it's a little over my $20 price limit, but I really enjoy a game like that on the go. Because like I said, I'm not good at fighting games. So to play it in short doses is exactly what I'm looking for. So I enjoyed that. Um, I played a little more Aeon. I'm up to level 17 now. I haven't really played in the last four or five days, but I got up to level 17. Um, A lot easier now than it was before. Um, I think I said that on the last podcast. It's just, they've made it a lot smoother transition between levels. But I hear 45 to 50 is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, on the Xbox, um, I've played actually a few independent games recently. I figured I'd go in there and check out what I may have missed. Um, I played Shoot One Up, which is a shoot 'em up, a shmup. It's actually a really well done. It's I love the way this game plays. You're flying around. You start off as like um, two or three ships in this formation, and as you're killing um, enemies, more one up things pop up on the screen. And it's not like one up to give you an extra guy if one of them dies. Like you add another ship to your fleet, hmm. and as you add them up, you can, when you're going against these enemies, you can either bring your ships right on top of each other so you can easily squeak through a lot of the bullets coming at you, or you can spread them apart. And as you spread your ships apart, the further apart they are, it can either create one big blast or multiple larger blasts going at enemies instead of just regular, like, single bullets. So, I think I got up to, like, 19 ships at once. 
Wow. And I had okay. two or three large streams of bullets just shooting out. It's fun as hell. It's like a dollar on Xbox Live Indie Games. Hmm. For a dollar, I have to recommend everybody pick that up. I had a blast with it. And I'm not a big... I'm not... Just like fighting games, I'm not good at shmups. I, like, I pre-ordered Death Smiles because, hell, the limited edition alone's worth the $50. Um, <laughs> plus Gothic Lolita for the win. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but no, that, that game was awesome. Shoot one up. Look for it in the independent games on Xbox Live. Um, you can't go wrong for a dollar. Um, another game I played was Twin Blades. Um, I actually I played the demo of it on Xbox Live Arcade, and I can't remember the price. I think it was five about five bucks on there, but it's actually only a dollar on the iPod Touch. So I'm playing it on there. I will have to say I prefer the controller over the touch screen, but it's kind of like a game where you're like playing as a it's very anime style. You're playing as a nun with a huge like scythe and a gun. Um, and you're just killing zombies running across the screen. It's very basic, but it's a lot of fun for a pick-up-and-play game. When you're on a subway or a bus or on a road trip or something, it's a great game to pick up, play for a bit, and then put down. And then pick it up again later and put down. I mean, it's just one of those perfect games, and I understand why it's was brought out for like um, the iPod Touch, but I do. I will say for those who have Xbox Live Arcade, pay the extra and use the 360 controller. The analog sticks works a lot better than the touchscreen. I found myself jumping a lot on the touchscreen by accident, which can be kind of annoying. Um, I played a few other games on Xbox Live Arcade. Um, I can't remember the names. A lot of them are very. Um, Japanese. Meaning, well, they're like the, even the names some, on some of them are Japanese, so I couldn't even tell you what the names of them are. But there's two really cool ones I played. Um, I might be able to find the names later and um, tell you on the next podcast. One, you're like trying to collect these um, like icons, they're like sweets and desserts and stuff. But as you're running through the level, you're kind of like grabbing onto the wall to rotate it. So it's like puzzle. Each one's like a puzzle. And as you rotate the walls, you can jump down to the next area, grab what you need there, rotate it again which way you need to, and get the next thing. But as you go on, it has these little blocks that move when you rotate. So it might create a bridge or it might create an opening. And surprisingly, this game was only a dollar. Again. I mean, this game was just addictive. Like I, I was like, I gotta stop. I have other games I want to try. <laughs> Hmm. Like I had to force myself to put it down to try another one. And the same people that made this game made another game where you're almost using like a grappling style um, claw to grab onto walls and stuff or platforms in the middle of nowhere. And you're spinning yourself around the level. And as you bring yourself up around like a block or something, you can let go and then shoot it up further and swing yourself around that while you're picking up the same type of icons. Very puzzle-oriented, but again, another just $1 game. Um, Made by the Japanese, but it's just very well done. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that was just funny. Like, But it's made by the Japanese, but it's okay. It was still well done. 
Well, for those worried that it might be like a very Japanese-centric type game. Sorry. I mean, it is anime in style, but they're games that I have to highly recommend. I'm going to try to see if they're also on the iPod Touch, because I think they'd work. One of them would definitely work perfect for it. The other one, yeah, the one with the claw, I don't know. be kind of tough. But they work great for the Xbox Live indie games. Um, continuing on, on 360, I played Battle Fantasia, which is another game by published by Axis Games here, by the team who did Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, or Blaz Blue. Um, it's an okay fighting game. Um, I got the Texan... Texan. Good lord. I guess I'm drinking. What am I on, my fifth now? Um... I don't know, you tell us. Tekken 6 Limited Edition for the fight stick and all, because it was like $60 brand new on Newegg.com. Hmm. And it's usually like 150 So I picked that up, I was playing that game. It's okay. It's not as good as the Blas Blue or the Guilty Gear series. So, uh, if you can get it for cheap like I did, I got it for, I think it was $12 on Amazon. If it's still at that price, I'd say pick it up. Other than that, I wouldn't pay more than 15 bucks for the game. Because it's like a below average fighting game. But if you're into that style, you'll probably like it. Um, other than that, I got a, the iPod Touch. I played some Bejeweled 2. I uh, got Pego for it. We all know Pego by now. If you don't, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> How do you not know what Peggle is? I'm just going to say it like that. <laughs> um, then I got some very anime-style games on the iPod Touch. What a shock! Yeah. One's called, or two of them are called Cutie Kasumi and Cutie Sakura. Um, if you guys have ever done a scratch-off ticket, it's oh. similar to that. Um, it's basically wow. this uh, picture of an anime girl <laughs> underneath, but it looks like a scratch-off ticket, but there's these two, like, enemy blobs floating around, and you have to dodge them while scratching off the screen. Um. I honestly cannot even visualize that. <laughs> um, I, 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 are you face-palming this <laughs> with me well, crying with this? It's more like I'm kind of just, just like, my mouth is open. Hold on. Like I'm just like, ah, ah, I don't well, even know Well, the cool thing about it is, as you're scratching, kind of like you would, like, if you had a coin on a scratch-off, because it's like, takes up the whole screen, and these things are moving around, you have to dodge them, because they're like rectangles. Of course you do. Um, you can let go off the screen, and they won't hurt you if they hit you. Once you put your finger back down, you can start moving again. But to get the best combo, you don't let your finger up, and you try to go as far as you can without um, either lighting up or getting hit. It's actually, for the iPod Touch or iPhone, it works perfectly. It's the perfect game for it, because you're just kind of like, it's like a little mini game, just constantly going through. I thought it was kind of fun. I think they were a dollar a piece. I mean, I'm willing to play a lot of different things for only a dollar. I mean, you can't really go wrong as long as it's entertaining. Um, I played another one called Girls Break. It's almost like an Arkanoid style, but you're like this moe little maid at the bottom. And you shoot this ball up towards like these cookies. And as you break them, pieces of the cookies fall down. But each one you break, and as you catch them as well, it unlocks more of this picture in the background of an anime girl. Nothing porn-related, even with the last game, I promise. Um, <laughs> so, 
It was a it was a fun game for a buck. Um, and I played this game called Ah Moemory One and Two. That game can be a little shameful, I guess. As it's basically to clear all the cards that you flip over, which are just pictures of anime girls. It's basically like a memory match game. Um, it reveals a picture at the end. If you can do it within a certain time limit that you can set yourself. So if you want to take the easy route, you can be like, um, 16 pictures and I'm going to put five minutes down. But cool games, all really cheap. Um, I did pick up a couple of visual novels. For those who don't know that do listen to the podcast and know I play hentai games. They're basically stripped down, edited versions of the hentai games. Um, I haven't played them yet. I uh, hope to in the upcoming weeks. But I'll discuss them when I get to them. They were Kira Kira and Gift. So, if anybody's wondering, they're $10 a piece. Which is better than the 40 to $50 they cost on the English site for the hentai version. I can skip the sex for... of savings. (laughs) It's not that important. I do want to say I haven't played it yet, but Mega Man 2 is only a dollar on the iPod App Store. (laughs) I might have to pick it up for for my touch. Yeah, for a dollar, I don't care how bad it is. It's Mega Man 2 for a (laughs) dollar. Yeah, no kidding. So... That's really all I've been playing lately. I've got a lot in the past week or so. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so nice. why don't we jump into the bargain bin section, Ben? Win win. Ben, wake I'm up. Still there. Hold on a second, guys. Hold on. No, there's no hold. All right, Brian. All right, well, I guess I'll go. Skip ahead. Uh, all right. Uh, so for me, um, the on the DL this week is Chime uh, on Xbox Live Arcade, and it is 400 points. It is a kind of uh, puzzly type game. Uh, if you listen to Weekend Confirmed, uh, you would have heard Garnet talk about it this past weekend. So oh, so it's um, the third episode. Yes. Damn, I've only got but, a second. Well, I'll talk about that a little later because uh, I'm really loving that show, but. Uh, but yeah, so Chime, Xbox Live Arcade, 400 points. Uh, go get it. So Trine? Uh, oh, God, no, not Trine. Chime, like, you know, like a so bell. So Chine, like China? Like, oh, you're killing me. Just you know I'm me. doing it on purpose, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, what about Netflix picks? <laughs> All right, for my Netflix picks, I am picking Dollhouse Season 1. What, what? Another great Josh Whedon show that got canceled before it should have because he does not know how to market his shows. Because <laughs> if he went to sci-fi, he'd be able to make a lot more shows, but he would get less money. That is true. He I don't know about you guys. Yeah, you get the money, but you're only on for, what, a season and a half? I'd rather be on for five to seven seasons than, and make less money. Because that means that my creativity is actually being appreciated. But anyway, um, Elijah Dusku stars. Ha ha. So I'm gonna say ha ha. <laughs> Elijah. Oh. 
Um, Elijah Dushku stars basically as Echo. Um, she's kind of like a underground operative that goes on missions, but as she starts remembering things from previous missions, she starts questioning everything, and it kind of breaks out from there. Um, good series. I've only watched an episode or two. I really haven't watched a lot. I do have the first season on Blu-ray. I just haven't really gotten down to watching it, but i got to recommend it. Josh Whedon, he's the guy who did Buffy, Angel, Firefly. With a track record like that, you can't really go wrong. Unfortunately, he doesn't. his shows lately haven't stayed around a lot because, like I just said, he tries to go for the big network's money instead of going for the smaller networks that will let him actually produce shows long term. But for what was the show... I definitely have to recommend checking it out. If you'd rather get it from Netflix, it's like four discs. I don't know if they have the Blu-ray copy. It shows that they do. I don't know how many discs that is. I think it's three. Um, yes, the site says three discs for Blu-ray, four for regular DVD. And let me tell you something. TV shows on Blu-ray aren't in fucking HD most of the time. That just means they can put more shows on less discs. Really? Yeah, I was a little disappointed that with with Burn Notice Season 2. Oh, see, I did not know that. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I was like, God damn it, I could have bought the regular DVD and watched it upscaled for the same quality. Um, the thing with Dollhouse, and it's not that I disliked the show, because I really liked it. Um, there were times where he kind of let it get out of control. Like, he was like, you're like watching it, and you're like, I don't know what he's trying to do here. Yeah. And it would sort of go on the, the, on the small tangent and then come back, and you're like, oh, okay, it's good again. And there were, just a, there were just a few episodes here and there, and that's one of the reasons why it lost so much ratings is there would just be like two episodes in a row that you'd just be sitting there scratching yeah. your head like, I have absolutely no idea how this fits in with everything else. Um, and then with the shortened la second season – there was just stuff that just made no sense at all. It was like, uh, all right. And, yeah. But it was, it was very good. It was a very good show. It just, it just wasn't, I guess well, the problem is, is all, all of this stuff is either compared yeah. back to Buffy or Firefly. But, and this just did not but, measure up the same. Let's be honest though. When it's sitting on Netflix streaming where you're already paying for Netflix anyway. Oh yeah. You can't go wrong with it sitting on there. Oh no. Mm. So no. definitely got to check that out. Ben, are you ready for a bargain bin? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> sort of had a, a little bit of interference uh, heading my way. But uh, anyways, my uh, bargain bin for today is coming for the uh, Xbox 360. It is Batman Arkham Asylum. So if you have a membership and you've been a member for quite a little bit, you get that 10% off. And it could be all yours for $19.79 at Gamefly.com. So it's a good game. It came out uh, just a little... Under a year now, almost maybe, uh, but yeah, it's a good game to pick up, definitely. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. If you're a big, huge Batman fan, I def I would say definitely pick it up. Or if not, you like the uh, the fighting style genre that it is, or stealth, somewhat stealth game, then yeah, definitely pick it up as well. So yeah, that's my uh, bargain bin for today, or for this week, really. <laughs> so, what are we gonna, what are we talking about today, anyways, Brian? 
Oh, uh, <laughs> I just read the. Uh, I just read. You just read. I'm, yeah, I'm, just read I'm in now. I, I'm I'm with it now. It's all good. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, I don't think we actually had a, necessarily a particular topic, um, but one thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, have you guys listened to Weekend Confirmed at all? Uh, I've listened to the first two episodes. Yeah, I've listened to the first two episodes as well. I just I just downloaded the um, the uh, episode three, and uh, I'll be listening to that sometime real okay. soon. Is it Jeff Kanata that didn't like Mass Effect 1? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. I think it was. Fuck him. <laughs> nah, just because I'm a Mass Effect fan. Sorry. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. But uh, no, I mean, the first one I felt like they were maybe they were just trying to feel each other out and like yeah. not feel each other up, feel each other out. <laughs> but uh, out around their balls. Uh, oh God! Still yeah. did it. What? Um, but it's it really feel felt like at least in this third episode that it really came together. I've just I I don't know. I'm just really enjoying the show, even though it's you know. Brand new. Yeah, uh, I really uh, like the way they work together. Like, like you said, the first episode was definitely them trying to see how the chemistry worked. But the, uh, the second episode, I really enjoyed. Garnet Lee sounded like he was by the second episode was already back into his role of just main host. Yep. Um, well, I guess we'll have that topic of discussion. Let's talk about podcasts recently. <laughs> Since our last episode. <laughs> I mean, have you guys? I, I know I asked you, Brian, Ben. Have you guys had a chance to listen to episode fifty-six of um, Rebel FM? I'm like fifteen episodes behind, and I've been trying to catch up with like all the m- most recent ones. I'm telling you, I've like skip them all till you get to episode fifty-six because Robert Ashley is fucking back. <laughs> I actually told Duddy, one of our listeners, he's like. Well, Rebel FM, I don't want to catch up. I said, dude, start at episode 56. <laughs> at the time, he was like, an episode back, it was like episode 57 just came out. Now it's at 58. But I was like, dude, listen to this one, trust me. I mean, Robert, Ashley, and Tyler break out into the Ghostbusters 2 theme song when they start talking nice. about Ghostbusters 2. And they're singing like Bobby Brown. <laughs> nice. I don't forget to take control. Dude, it is so funny. They're doing gotta, it at the exact same control. time. <laughs> like you've got Robert Ashley, Tyler, um, some guys from I believe a couple, one or two of the guys from uh, co-op was there, and Tyler's girlfriend's in the background too. <laughs> so they come back from break at one point, and the girlfriend actually had told them that Tyler sits down to pee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, it was the best advice, the only advice my dad ever gave me. He's like, son. You know how to keep your girl happy? Sit down to pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god! I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's to avoid having to put up and down the seat. Yeah, and peeing on it as well. So then they get into a conversation. Anthony and Arthur both admit that they're like urinal shy. <laughs> Which I will say right now, I agree. I am with them a hundred percent. I don't go to urinals if I don't, unless I have to. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, well, it happened in the Air Force because when you do pee tests, they, like, stand over your shoulder. And it's so oh, creepy, uh, it just fucked me up. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, actually, there, I, and here I thought it was kind of weird because, uh, like, there's this guy at work who uh, refuses to use a urinal, and I'm just kind of like, 
It is not weird. That is normal. <laughs> At least semi normal. <laughs> There's a lot of people with that problem. I mean, I admit that I'm a little, uh, you know, a little gun shy when there's other people. Like, well, we also have some people in our office that try to talk to me, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, that's dude. the worst. I'm like, I'm not even looking at you. I'm like, don't talk to me. Well, hey, yeah, how's it going? Rule? You know, oh, you're like, shut up! I'm trying to pee. Leave me alone. Yeah, it's like, dude, I don't, I don't bother you when you're trying to do something. It's just, ugh. ugh. <laughs> It's kind of like one of those things, like, how would you like it if I looked over the stall and while you were taking a shit going, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> like, Actually, I had someone do that. You're Not fun. look over, but but uh, oh. started talking to me. He's like, you know, he asked me if I was one person. I'm like, I'm like is he talking to me? Because I'm on, I'm on the shitter. Just saying. And then he's like, oh, Brian? He's like, Brian? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> what do you say? I'm like, can't deny that he, but I'm like, why are you talking to me? I don't know. It was really creepy. Did he uh did, did he bang on the stall for us? I'm like, hey Brian, you there? Brian? No, no. But uh it was anything just short of that. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um Ben, I know you watch anime. Brian, you ever watch any anime like The Giver or anything? I I've yeah, seen bits and pieces. I was of The Giver? Watched. Oh, not The Giver, no. But because I just found out Mark Hamill was in the live-action movie called The Guy. Oh, yeah, that I could have, yes. Yes, he was. What? He was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was in the live-action. No? No, what? Yeah. I'm saying this oh. now. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How bad it was, was terrible. It? The movie was horrible. Oh, it was, Mike, Mike, let me put it this way. And, and you, this is coming from me, right? Don't watch it. Whatever you do, I don't care if it's an instant I don't plan to. take or whatever. Just, just. Don't watch it at all. <laughs> Try to avoid it at all costs. Yeah, it's not good. It's yeah. It's not. It's, it's almost not good enough to be. It's not bad enough to be good. Like, crazy. it's yeah. just bad. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. It. It's just no. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is nuts. Oh, I just I saw that on like Guzex. Somebody actually was offering it. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Other podcasts I've listened to is, of course, the Geek Box. Oh man, I'm like five behind on that. Average Joe Gamer, which hey guys, we saw you at PAX, but to wait till the last five ten minutes of your show to even mention oh, that you saw us, oh that's my god, fucked up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm saying it right now. That's not only I... Leon. Leon, you're still cool, but Nate and Eric, seriously. That's fucked up. I know I called you old, Eric, but fuck, come on. <laughs> I know oh, you and dude. your friend that showed up were the old man convention, but come on. <laughs> All right, I'm not helping. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> come on. We, we, they, 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 they said that we hung up with them more than we even wasn't really hanging out with them. We just ran into them and just sat there and chat yeah. while you were playing on your DS. Hell yeah. I had to play my damn Mario Kart for show. For how long? Eight hours on Saturday? Uh -huh. Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah, so don't dog on them too much. Nah, I just mess. I just mess. I just wanted to throw it out there because, hey, they waited till <laughs> the last freaking... They gave everyone a shot off around that time. Gamer husbands? Fuck them! No, I'm just kidding. 
Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no. I demand better treatment. Future. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, Sorry. Oh, well. I went there. Yeah, you certainly did. <laughs> hey, I went there, and now I'm going to do a uh, crip walk. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so anybody been listening to anything else? Honestly, no. no. It's just no. terrible. I'm I'm so I... far behind. It's ridiculous. I've I would been... start one and and try to play like a game while listening to it, and I I somehow just like phase mo- the majority of it out until I have until I have literally like tap screen out of it and then go back a little bit like what did they say? <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm so bad with podcasts lately. Like we like sometime in the fall, I was like all caught up, and now I'm like I was like eh, I'll listen to it when I when I get to it. <laughs> Yeah, I've been behind for a couple weeks. Um, I do want to tell people, for those wondering, if the game spied the briefings, we're going to be gone. Since, what? Well, are they merging them with like the IGN well, podcast Arthur, or something? The, Arthur and Anthony both now work for IGN exclusively. Oh, okay. But they're actually going to keep the game spied the briefings going. So, I so think Ryan, Ryan Scott, Scott is doing. I think he might be IGN. Oh, is he? Yeah. Are they just closing GameSpy? Is that what? No, they're not. Okay. But I went on there today, and it seemed like a lot of their articles Uh are just like joke articles. Like I didn't see anything that was like serious. That's weird. Like I like the two Brian's that were on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't want a website that's all just jokes. Yeah. Those guys are funny, but not funny where I'm going to spend my time looking at a whole website all the time when they're just making silly articles. Right. Like, The Onion is funny ever occasionally, you know. Yeah, most of the time it sucks. That's why I laugh when people are like, oh my god, The Onion's so funny. I'm like, yeah, like once every three months. It has its moments. Yeah, that's what I said, like once every three months, though. It's not constantly funny. Just my opinion. Mm-hmm. You're allowed <laughs> to be wrong. I'm allowed to always be right. Yeah. Hey, you're not the bo- you're not the boss anymore, man. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm looking at your gamer.com. I still am right now. <laughs> you're fired. That's my final. <laughs> my last final will action. You're fired. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And for those who have been missing um, the podcast and might have missed stuff, Death Smiles, the shmup for 360, pre-order it now. I wouldn't say they were missing it, Bob. I think they were. Uh. <sighs> Was that beer six? Five. Five still? Yeah, I'm still going strong. This will be my last one, because I'm ready to pass the fuck out. <laughs> nice. My dog's already passed out in his bed. He's like, ah. Shouldn't feed him all that beer. 
I don't. <laughs> I don't waste beer. What are you fucking crazy? <laughs> I've been called worse <laughs> for better reason. So, uh, anybody have anything else to touch on for the podcast? No, we definitely could use some topics. So, if anyone has anything, uh, you know, jump on that. Any na 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 na? Hey hey hey! Goodbyes. <laughs> for for what? You're not going. It's not like you're dot. You're not like you're dead. I know. You're just. Uh, well, I'm leaving the as the head of the site. Kind of sucks. It's kind of bumming me out, but at the same time. I know in the long run it'll probably be better for me. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Plus, David has put in a lot of work, and you guys will see yeah. that work hopefully in a month or two. Or maybe sooner. <laughs> well, they've you know. seen a lot of it already, but I'm saying, like, yeah. the big thing he's working on. We won't save right now, but you'll see it soon. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Plus yeah, he has other doing things doing. going on that we want to congratulate him on, but unless he talks about it, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 wait, we'll wait until like the, uh, the official announcement until, yeah. uh, until we say anything about it. So. so anyone that's actually doing it, good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> we won't say what, though, but good luck to you. <laughs> A lot of listeners will be like, what? What the hell are they talking about? Yeah. They're like, well, that's really cryptic and vague. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I do want to say one thing before we go. Um, Splinter Cell Conviction. Anybody planning on picking that up? Either you two? No, I'm I gonna buy the right. uh, super, uh, you know, bundle version for the 360. You know it. No, <laughs> well, the heads up for the people who thought about pre-ordering it. The word on the street is the single player is only five hours. Ooh! Wow! Really? Yeah. That stings. Because one of the guys on my um, Twitter just said, cancel my pre-order since I hear single player is only five hours, and I doubt I'll play much of the multiplayer. <laughs> Ouch. That's... Oh, man. That just made up my mind. Oh, wait. No, I already made it. I and might rent it, After but... playing Double Agent, I was like, yeah, I'll never buy it. Okay. Dude, man, when when they were showing that at E3, though, it was that looked so badass. They really did. Yeah, we're really only doing five hours. That just shows you're not even trying. Unless it's a really aw- I'm like maybe it's a really really awesome intense five hours. I don't know. Yeah, but even Mirror's Edge was eight hours. Yeah. It... Uh, you got to be between eight and ten hours. I think that was one of my problems. Like I liked Wet, but it was kind of like seven hours. It was just bordering on almost being like really not worth the money. And I th- well, I paid like forty for it. I think when I was done. So, well, for a single player game, should like, do you think it should be only eight to ten, or should it be like minimal of like I want to say twelve? Because no, I think when you hit six, you're pushing it. Like where I'm not going to spend sixty dollars because at that point it's ten dollars an hour. Yeah. Um, and some games like. To me, Splinter Cell multiplayer, not really something I'm looking at. Nah. I've never been big on the co-op that they had anyway. Um, but um, it depends on the game, but it really should be at least 6 If I'm paying you 60 bucks, I expect like $10 an hour, hour value. Um, 
Well, especially for a game like Splinter Cell, it, yeah, it should be higher than that. But I still say it, it, it would be all depending on uh, what kind of game it is. Because I've paid because that for seven or eight. Like I think what Bayonetta was six or seven. What about Heavenly Sword? That was short, right? Nah, I know I played more than five hours of that. I don't. I had never played it, but I, that's what I heard. It, maybe it was five hours. So I'm just not that good at it, but I know I played longer than that. No, it was to me it was short because I I ran ran through that game and it was pretty short. Yeah. So I. I, I thought it could have been a whole lot longer, but that's just me, though. Yeah. Unless there's a lot of unlocks if you keep playing through it, but... Like Bayonetta, it was like six hours, but... You play through it on one mode, you get some unlocks. You play through it on the harder difficulty, you get more. Like, different costumes each time and stuff. Uh-huh. For the game it was, which was very Japanese, that was probably perfect. But... <laughs> look at a game like... Super Street Fighter 4, it knows it's not going to get $60 worth, so it may have made it 40 Yeah, I'm really glad they, they bumped that. So if you're going to have a 5-hour uh, game, it's like they're going to sell it for 60 just based off the name alone. Not on the amount of content it has. I'm sure that's part of it. It seems like mm-hmm. my problem with games nowadays, it's like too many games are selling for way too high a price just based off name and not what they're actually offering. Well, and some of it is, is they they just, like, honestly, like, there are developers that are just afraid to put out a game at less price because they they just don't want to be tagged with that budget title. Yeah. Title. But there's nothing wrong with that. Look at Deadly Premonition. Deadly <laughs> Premonition is a game that's $20. It's fucking awful and been selling, like, fucking hotcakes. Because everybody... Because it's $20. Bucks. Is like, it's $20. Who cares how bad it is? Yeah, I'm just saying that there's a um, there's a connotation when you have a game that that's at that level at that price. Yeah, but it can also go the opposite. Like if Rogue Warrior came out for twenty instead of sixty, it would have sold like Deadly Premonition because they're like, well, for twenty dollars, who cares how bad it is? It's got to at least be entertaining. And that's how people took Deadly Premonition. I want to play it because every podcast I listen to, they're like, dude, you just got to fucking play this game. (laughs) I'm like, fuck, I got to play this game. It's 20 bucks. And it was actually $15 on Amazon this past week on a daily deal. And I still didn't buy it. (laughs) I wish I had. You wish you had. It's $15. (laughs) That's the thing. People don't realize. You can be like, oh my god, we don't want that budget title um, stigma. There's nothing wrong with that because people are willing to pay less for games. I know. I'm Mm -hmm. just giving you the reasons, man. Look at South Peak. If they put out their games as budget titles instead of $60 releases, they'd sell a hell of a lot more. All their games, X-Blades, Velvet Assassin, Section 8. $30 $30 is like the perfect price point for every single one of those games. And they would have sold a, f- a lot more than they did. Well, look at Ruder Games when they released um, Torchlight for like, what was it, $20 at the time? Yeah. yeah. yeah and I now mean, it's been down to 10 and 5 Yeah, seriously, and if, you, if when that was $5, if you did not buy that game, you were, you're dumb. Yeah. 
Or, or you already owned it. That was the only two acceptable. And yeah. Perfect World will be pushing out the MMO for them. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, did you consider that a budget title? Because yeah. that was a huge success. It was a budget title. No yeah, doubt about it. Because the other half of it is the MMO. Yeah, the other half of it is going to be an MMO, so. Which, honestly, Perfect World did smart. They, they did it perfectly, tr- getting them as, like, the to co-publish. Mm-hmm. They basically said, hey, Runic, we'll give you all our expertise on MMOs. Just let us publish your game. <laughs> I think also a big part of that has to do with the fact that they were just really smart about, you know... Runic is all about getting you know the community involved, and they realize that if that's a, a that's that can be a huge part of the game and make it that much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, go and buy it right now. Go. Yeah. Stop listening. <laughs> well, first rate us and review us on iTunes, and then go buy it. <laughs> Definitely, you got to rate and review us. Please, begging you. Um, any listeners wondering what's up with the prizes? Uh, should be going out soon from the weekly Twitter contest. I don't think I told the winners who won from the Pokemon one. Nice. I don't think so either because I was waiting for that. But I, was I know. Oh. I meant to do it Saturday morning, but I left for the... I'll do it tomorrow when I get home from work. Are you saying I didn't win? No. I know who won. I just forgot to direct message them. <laughs> oh wait, we do have a we we do have a new uh, feedback on iTunes. Do we? Oh wow! Yeah, uh, How bad is, is uh, it? On April seventh, <laughs> this is by Slavebot. I met Mike and Ben at PAX East in Boston. Two really cool dudes. I've listened to a couple of the shows so far and liked it. The best uh, thing I can say is that they are genuine in their loving uh, love for video uh, for gaming. Whether it's in person or on the show, they give an honest and entertaining perspective on games in the game industry. Give these guys a try. Nice. nice. I wonder who Slavebot wow. is. I, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm wondering how much you paid, paid her to say it. I know. We just we just told everyone that we met, like, hey, give these guys a listen or whatnot. And the title of the, uh, the comment was laid back, informative, yeah. and cool. Five stars. So. Sweet. Well, thank you. Thank, thanks for... Well, they've also review. reviewed Gametopia, so I have a feeling I know who it is. <laughs> I don't care. You might have I'm, a small... I'm not proud. That. I'm not proud. I'll take it. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> I think I know who it is, but I don't want to just throw somebody's name out there and then be like, that's not who it was! It was me! <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> if you listen, email us and let us know exactly who it is. I don't. I don't want to make. Uh, I don't want to say accusations because that sounds like negative. Right. But I don't want to make a false guess. <laughs> My guess won't be a hypothesis. It will not be educated at all. I'll just be throwing darts at a dartboard blindly. It's this person. We met them at PAX. <laughs> I awesome. think we met a lot of people at PAX. Yeah. <laughs> So, I guess we're going to be out of here. Like Brian said, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, Brian, you've been playing Lot Row lately? Nope, not really. Oh, you know what? I guess I did put in one night. Uh, played a little bit, but 
not really. No, I I've been trying to Final Fantasy thirteen. Honestly, it just has owned me. I think I'm up to like sixty seven hours. Yeah. So, so check me as Quiglin on PSN. Send me an invite. Yep. Say hello. Ben. Um. Yeah. You can find me at Church forty two fifty two on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, the Facebook. <laughs> All right. Um. As for me, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Pound as whatever slash G Nitro. Um, if you want to find me on Xbox Live, it's G Nitro Space MWS. But please include who you are in the message, or I will probably deny it because I only have about ten some spots open for friends until they upgrade it. Um. PSN is G-Nitro, and if you want to find me on Aeon, I'm now my main character has become on Asphalt server, because it's the Soompy.com crew. Um, find me on there as Nodoka, um, and WoW is still Chisame on, whatchamacallit, what the heck is it? Frostwolf? Frostwolf, there you go. And Ben has quit again, by the way. Again. Dun, dun, dun. I'm partly to blame, because I probably haven't been on at all anyway. <laughs> I brought him back in, and then I just haven't had time to play it lately. Yeah, I will bring you back, characters. though. Oh, uh-huh. oh, and by the way, for the people watching the Stream Awards, Why? <laughs> Urkel is on the stage. Jaleel fucking White and Mr. Belding was on there as well. You are not doing yourself well if you have Urkel and Mr. Belding. I mean, seriously, you're trapped in the fucking 90s. They're D-list stars. They're trapped in the fucking 90s. Ashton Kutcher has his own online show. He's there. Really? Yeah. Jesus at Please least he was in a. No one pays for that. But at least right? he was like the star in a movie recently. Okay, they have one. <laughs> Mr. Belding hasn't been relevant since the what mid to early nineties. Same with Urkel, Jaleel White. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, I will tell you right now, Valentine's Day was a decent movie. I hate well, people, to say people, that, but it was. People do what they do, you know, to. To do online shows or whatnot. To, oh, to don't make that money. Activity. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much they got paid. <laughs> what, like, to be on the Streamy Awards? Yeah. Like, the okay. Streamy say, we have 500 bucks, who wants it? And Mr. Ballin and Arnold like, we'll split it! <laughs> we'll split it. Oh, I gotta uh, stop. Yeah, Alright. Yeah. So we are on our way out. Um, don't forget, I do want to say, don't forget to check out our friends over at Average Joe Gamer. They do a yes. good podcast, and we did see them at PAX East, even though they gave us a shout-out within the last five minutes of the show. <laughs> but check them out as well. Um, Eric, Nate, and Wesley, and Leon are all cool people. We all recommend them, I believe. I hope. Yeah. Or I'll yeah. stab you guys. 
Sorry, that was the Puerto Rican in me. Anyway, we are out. We will see you guys in episode 67. Peace! Later! Bye. Win-win! Win-win. Welcome to the AgriCast, the official podcast at agrogamer.com. This is episode 66, and I'm your host, Michael. Six strokes is all I need, Camacho. And with me are Brian... <laughs> Welcome to the Agricast, the official podcast at agrogamer.com. This is episode 66. I'm your host. Uh. <laughs> uh. This is going in the end as a blooper. Fucking great. Alright. I got this. Welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.